live from Gary O'Neill Studios in Baltimore. We're listening to the C Plan News Show. Gary What's up? Welcome, welcome, welcome to yet another Power Pack podcast here on the Seed Plan Do Show with me, professional mindset coach, business coach, your coach's favorite coach, and all around good guy, Mr. Gary O'Neill Jr. And as always, when you see me out, when you see, is my clavicle out with this V-neck sweater? When you see the clavicle out, when you see a hot dad summer about to make a return, when you see that out, when you see the clavicle, when you see the clavicle out, please, please, don't forget the junior. Shout out to Pops. And we have another Power Pack podcast, season five, episode 601, if you are counting. Entitled, I Quit. And in this episode, we're going to be going over how to strategically resign from your job. Quit your job. All right? I'm also, hey, here's another segment. As you guys have grown in love, story time with G. And this was entitled 151. And... I also just kind of get to my shout outs. So, of course, we're going to talk about how to quit your job, and I'm going to do story time with G. But, of course, the shout out, as always, day one A1 listeners and watchers. Shout out to first-time listeners and watchers. Shout out to people listening to this on your favorite streaming platform, as well as watching this in glorious 1080p. All right. Shout out to people in the United States. Shout out to people outside of the U.S. Shout out to the people that the universe said, hey, man, I was searching for something like this and it brought me to you. Shout out to the universe for doing that. Shout out to the universe for hooking us up. Shout out to my candy crew, OGs, executive producers, man. Shout out to everyone everywhere. If you're listening to this in your car, 
You're listening to this while you're doing your laundry. You're listening to this while you are working out. You're watching this at work. You're watching this wherever, man. Thank you. It really means a lot to your six foot eight favorite coach that you took time out of your day, took time out of your morning, your afternoon, your evening to share it with me. And I always, and I greatly appreciate that. And I look to not let you down. All right. <clears throat> so I just wanted to say that. So, I, I, man, this is a, this episode, I, I, I already had this one ready to go. All right. I want to have more guests on the show, but I'm going to pull you behind, pull you behind the podcasting curtain. Sometimes people's schedules don't allow you to be able to record when you want to record. So guess what? The show must go on, right? You know, but I have a whole bunch of guests coming on. All right. So season five, episode six entitled, I quit. All right. As we go over that today. So let's get straight to our C plan do moment of the week. As always, sponsored by Heart Savers Maryland. And right after a brief commercial word for our sponsor, we will get right to it. Are you looking to get certified in CPR, first aid, or other life-saving skills? Heart Savers Maryland is your premier CPR training facility. Individual and classroom sessions available. Schedule your training at heartsaversmd.com. Each second counts. Get trained today. All right. Here is your seat plan do moment of the week. Um, I have been struggling, guys, and, and you guys can help me out with this. I have been struggling with the idea that for a long time, MJ, Michael Jordan, has been the GOAT to me. And he still is to me. And we've seen a lot of really successful people, but no one has really reached the mountaintop like a Michael Jordan. How homicidal he was with just winning championship. We identify Jordan. We identify the rings. We identify the Bulls. He's made it. And he's always going to be the GOAT to me. But in the last year, two years, three years, five years, for a long time, I am considering dethroning Michael Jordan and really putting Kobe there. Now, I know some of you guys are going to say, Gary, you can't dethrone Michael Jordan when Kobe emulated and wanted to be Michael Jordan. So how can you take him away if he's the one that he was sought after? And you're right. You might, you might be right there. Maybe in a recess of my mind, I just, I just have recently uh, just really studied Kobe a lot. I even did an episode. All right. You could click here. Yeah. Over here. You can click here to take you back to the disciple of discipline where I talked about Kobe. And I really, really, really have appreciated Kobe and the stuff that we hear, you know, after uh, he passed away. All of the different, there are different sites that are just straight highlights and clips of him, you know, interviews, things that he's done, things that he said. And I have just really, really grown more of appreciation of not just a player because Kobe, 24-8 man, hey, that guy was it. And to me, 
outside of Michael Jordan, no one came close to me. And, you know, people try to, you know, of course, the media is going to try to push like uh, the next upcoming star or whatever. They try to say it's Michael Jordan. But the only person to me is Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant. That's really it. And I am a huge LeBron fan. I am a fan of LeBron. But when it comes down to Kobe Bryant, man, that, that that's the guy for real. And I appreciate even LeBron. You start seeing LeBron, if you're a sports fan, you start seeing him do more Kobe-esque stuff. So, and I posted this. So please, if you're following me uh, on social media, you can always go back and see this video. I highlighted in my stories. I actually uploaded it. Um, and if you have not done so, please like, share, and subscribe to this YouTube channel. One of the things that I came across, guys, I came across an interview head and he talks about not negotiating. And when he's talking about not negotiating, he has talked about making a contract with yourself and not negotiating from there. Not when it's, it's easy to do, not when it's hard to do. And, and again, go back and listen to that clip, man. But I thought about that over this weekend. I thought about that in which I was going to talk about it. And I challenge you right now, if you're listening to this, you're watching this, I want you to take a piece of paper when you get a chance tonight, in the morning, whenever, man, whenever the mood strikes you, whenever you can do it. And I want you to make a contract with yourself because that's what Kobe talked about. He said that he made a contract with himself to come back and play another year. And there was a training plan he had. And he said this was not negotiable. And too often, guys, we compromise ourselves. We take less than what we should get. Your life, your favorite life coach included. You take less for what you, you take less than what you get. You compromise yourself. You go back on your word to yourself. You may keep your promises to other people, but you may go back on your word to yourself. You may not honor your commitments, man. And what I want you to do today, tomorrow, tonight, whenever the mood strikes you. I want you to take a piece of paper out and I want you to write down your commitments to yourself and I want you to sign it. And these things are not negotiable. And I want you for the next 30 days to honor your commitments, focus on what you need to do. And whatever you wrote down, you got to do it. I wrote it down the other night. I wish I, I don't have it here, but I wrote it down the other night. And when I woke up the next morning, I'd like to think of myself as a very motivated man. But when I woke up the next morning, motivation is amazing, guys. It, it gets you perked up. It's like a cup of coffee. But honestly, just having that feeling of this is not negotiable. Just that intent, just thinking in my mind, there are things that I need to do this week that without a doubt have to get done. That sense of urgency, you know, is just, you'll get it. So I want to share that with you guys. I want you to write down things that are not negotiable. 
And I want you to act on those things. Okay? Because too many times we compromise ourselves and we kill our dreams. We can't allow our, and we will, you'll be the one. We'll be the one to kill our own dreams, man. You won't even need somebody else telling you. You don't need haters. You don't need nobody else. People have killed your, you have killed your own dreams. That we will have a great idea. We may share it with somebody and in the same breath, we'll shut it down. It's crazy because I've had that happen to me multiple times that people will tell me a great idea. And I would say, that's an amazing idea. And, and they came up with the idea, not me. And in that same breath, they turn around and shut it down. They, they didn't do any research. They didn't even try kilt the dream. So I want you moving forward that whatever you want, man, whatever you want, whatever you put down on that paper, not negotiable. All right. That's your C plan. Do moment of the week. Cause I want you to get what you want. I want you to get what you want and you can get it, but you gotta get, you gotta have a desire. You gotta have a burning desire to get what you want. You, it gotta, it gotta be relentless. Like you gotta be relentless. You can't let nobody get in their way. Ain't there's no sunshine, no wind, no storms, no nothing. You gotta say, I am not going to stop until I win. And I know you'll win because you're a winner. All right. Let's get to our moment. Of, I mean, our song of the week. Excuse me. Our Greenland Entertainment song of the week. Sponsored by, of course, the best DJ company on the planet, if I do say so myself. Greenlight Entertainment. Now, of course, you know you're following the vibes, man. You know I go from it. I might play hip hop, rock, whatever, man. So if you're watching this on YouTube, of course, you know, I can't post a song, right? Because I want to monetize this. I need to make money from this. And if I post a song, they're going to take it, you know, they're going to clip me. So what I want you to do, hey, in that playlist section below, just follow along with some of the songs. All right. So right after a brief word, now, if you're listening to this right after a brief word from my amazing sponsor, we're going to go right into the song. All right. Coming right at you. Having a wedding, birthday party, or other social or corporate event? Contact Greenlight Entertainment today with our experienced DJs, quality sound, and professional service. We look to make your event the event. Check us out on the web at www.greenlightentertain.com. With Greenlight Entertainment, you have the green light.
have the green light to do what you want to do, to have the party or event that you want to have. So please check out Greenland Entertainment. The season is now to celebrate. All right. So season five, episode six, entitled, I quit. And I say it like that, right? Because there's so many different ways you could tell you could tell a company, I quit. I quit, right? But I know me. And when I tender resignation, to me, <clears throat> it's not even a I quit where you're upset. It's more or less just a checkmate. Like I said, I play chess. I, I am improving my skills as chess. Um, but if it's if I checkmate you. You're you're done. We both know you're done. I'm going to just offer you a hand. Shake my hand on some Bobby Fish type stuff. All right. You know, we don't have to go back and forth. When you're done, you're done. I quit. All right. So in this episode, strategic, strategic planning, strategically helping you quit your job. All right. So. Let's get to our appetizer. Hey, guys. You know, I, I actually am surprised. So with this segment entitled, you know, we've had story time with you. You guys really like that. And I'm, and I'm very surprised I did not do this. Did not do the story. All right. So your appetizer today is story time with G. And let's get it. You see the graphics, man. Please don't play with me. Please, please. And just know the episode, the podcast is growing. I didn't even put any music behind it. I just want you to have a little, little placeholder for story time with G. All right. So with story time with G, this is your, your favorite six foot eight mindset, business coach, relationship coach. This is me going over some of the stories that have happened in my life. The last one I talked about, I got chased by a pit bull. Still feel a certain way about that. Still, still, still in my spirit somewhere. I, I, I still feel a certain way about that story because it really, really happened to me. And I really don't like how I feel about it. But here is a new story time with you. This was a, this one is entitled 151. All right. So one of my vices is that I enjoy a nice cigar and I enjoy food like everybody else. And I love, I love steak medium, please. And I enjoy the occasional drink. I enjoy it. Now I am retired from hard drinking like that. I am retired. And you know what? And that might be another story time with you, but I am officially retired. Not to say that I won't drink, but I ain't getting hammered, you know, like that. I'm done. I'm out the game. All right. So. <laughs> all right. So I do like to drink. I like to smoke cigars. I like to drink. Yeah. Uh, these are things I don't trust people that don't have vices. All right. It's only one person that I allow to not have vices. All right. My favorite, one of my favorite comedians. And he said he doesn't do any of those things. And that's cool. All right. So my friends and I used to go in Baltimore. There is a lounge, not a lounge, just more of a restaurant, you know, a bar called Hazelwood Inn. 
And so we would go on Wednesdays, you know, we would go like every Wednesday. And every Wednesday, it, you know, at first it might have been me and one of my friends, and then it was just more of us. And then we wound up like having like three or four people, maybe five people show up, right? So the way the bar was set up was like a square. So we would take one of the, you know, the, the areas and we would call it the block. So if we text each other, say, hey, where you at? I'm like, oh, I'm on the block, right? So one day I remember going there and, you know, we're having fun. I just ate. Uh, you know, we get there. Steak and cakes is always the thing. Crab cake and steaks. That's what we always get. Maybe some beets. Beets are really good. If you haven't tried beets and you're like ill, go try them and get back to me on that. Type in the comment below how you feel about beets. So I remember eating some wings, some fries, nothing too heavy. You know, it was just chill. Right. So I remember we're on the block, right? It's about four or five of us. And at the end of the block, there's this woman and she's drinking a, uh, it looks like she had a Shirley Temple or something like that, right? It was something, you know, It to me, it made me feel like it wasn't a drink. So I said, hey, you know, I wasn't even hitting on her. Like, that's the thing. I wasn't hitting on her or nothing. I said, hey, miss, I said, you can't be down here drinking, you know, like a uh, fruit punch or something. I said, if you over here, you got a drink, right? She turns to me and she says, boy, I will drink you under the table. Now, she says this, and immediately, four or five, my friends, they're supposed to be my friends. You know what they did. Oh, oh, snap. Oh, shit. Oh, you know how people get, man, boosted stuff up. <laughs> In the, <laughs> Let me activate sicko mode, because this actually, when I really think about it, why did I do this? I look at her and I say, oh, miss, you got me messed up. <laughs> you picked the wrong one. I had a tracksuit on, which lets you know probably how long ago this was. But I literally had a, not a sweat, not sweatpants and hoodie or sweatpants, sweatshirt. I had a tracksuit zipping up. What in the Charlie Rudos is going on here? I zipping down the tracksuit and have a Superman shirt underneath. Sicko. The S did not stand for uh, Superman. It's still for sicko mode. Because now that I think about that, I'm a little disgusted with myself that I really had. I love Superman. I even was the other day I wore a Superman t-shirt on here. But the way I did it, the way I did it, like I, I, I zipping it down and, and just opening it up like I am really Superman. That was wild. As, well, it was wild as hell, guys. And I am disappointed in myself. Now that I think about it as a 42-year-old man, I'm disappointed in myself that I did that. But nonetheless, I zipped it down, showed her the Superman shirt, and said, Miss, you don't know who you're dealing with, right? So now she turns to the bartender and says, all right, set it up. And I'm like, what's up? Let's set it up. What do you drink? She turns to me, and she says, 151. Now, I know you just responded to me saying 151. I know a lot of questions just went through your head. Settle down. Simmer down. I should have had those same damn questions in my mind when she turned to me without any feeling or emotion and said 151. A person that enjoys 151 has problems, guys. They don't drink to enjoy it. They're not drinking for friends. 
That's real. Okay? Real. She turned to me. 151 could could get lit. You could put 151 in your car. You drinking 151 stuff has happened to you. Here go me. Clark Kent Jr. over here say, all right, let's go. She says, let me finish up my food. Here, so first, first issue is that she said 151 so easily. I've never heard, I've never known a woman to drink 151. Here's the second issue. She said, all right, I'm going to finish my food and we're going to do it. Now, I had already ate my food, measly ass Tyrone chicken wings, right? And if you're from Baltimore, you're laughing right now. But if you don't, let me bring you in. Tyrone's chicken used to be a like, nice little popular chicken spot. But one of the things is that you they had really small wings, like, you know, little little parrot wings, right? Or little, you know, little wings. They actually back. I need to go back there. I need to reminisce. I only had a couple of wings and some fries. Not even that's a light meal for Mr. O'Neill. Light. Yo, she has a steak, potatoes, broccoli with cheese, heavy. So she finishes. And I say, let's get it, right? This should have been a BET. If this was a BET movie, this is where they would have started showing like the trailer. So now we drinking 151. She drinks one, I drink one. She drinks one, I drink one. She drinks one, I drink one. The bartender's like, hey guys, you guys about to chill. No, let's go. She drinks one. And now it's a problem. And I drink one. And now, based upon my recollection, a taxi cab shows up which is weird. I mean, Uber and them wasn't really popping like that, but no, Uber wasn't out yet when this happened. A cab showed up. I'm like, where the hell did a cab show up from? And she staggers out. And new intercontinental champion of the world. Like, I am now, I won. I leave out. I get in the car. Now, at this point, right, I leave out, I get in the car, I, I wear contacts occasionally. Today, I wore, con that day, I wore contacts. Um, but one of them just really dried up. So I drove home one eye, like Cotton Eye Joe style, like I really drove home because it dried up and instead, I don't even remember taking it out. Like, it, I actually, now that I, rec now that I really think about it, I don't think I took it out. I think I let a dry ass contact be in my damn eye. So I drove home. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Cotton Eye Joe style. And I get home. Now, if you don't know, if you this is your first time really hearing it, I know you're laughing. At one point in my life, I was married. No problems there. I was married. So I get in the house safely and I go to bed. Now, the next morning, I... Feel the vibes. Two side blades, lots vibras. You know the vibes. I, the vibes were not vibing. Okay, they weren't vibing. She was upset. And here go me, babe, babe, what's wrong? And she says, I'll tell you what the hell is wrong. You staggered out of the car. You staggered in the house. You staggered upstairs. 
and you stagger in the bed. All right, guys. Sometimes in life, you got to know when to hold them. You got to know when to fold them. You got to know when to walk away. You got to know when to run. You better count your money, guys, while you're sitting at the table. Don't turn around now until the deal is done. I did not do that. You know what I responded to? I said, okay, hearing her say you staggered out of the car, staggered up, staggered in the house, staggered up the steps, staggered into the bed. My dumb ass say, well, Lisa was consistent. Sir, you are an idiot. Now, and then she says, oh, and you threw up. Now, I don't know why I chose to die on this particular hill. But the hangover, as much strength that I had in my hangover body, I refuted this. Guys, I fought this hill. I was dying on this hill. And I felt like I, I, I was, no, with every being in me, I said, no, I did not. I did not throw up. I, guys, I was all in. I was, I, there was no turning back. I, all the chips were in on this one thing. Forget the staggering. Forget the Cotton Eye Joe stuff. Forget staggering in the house or staggering out the car. I was all in on the idea of me throwing up. So I said, I did not. And she says, well, go look outside. And I fly down the steps and I open the door. And much to my damn chagrin, here is a vomit ladled area near my car. Like a damn crime scene. And what was disgusting about it, first, the disgusting point that, God damn, she's right. That's That hit me right there. Boom, you're, she, you're dead ass wrong. What got me was it was pigeons or birds over there eating it. And I was like, you're eating your cousins. Like, what are you doing? So then, you know, the bass was off in the voice. You know, I was up here, guys, and... We brought it down, all the way down. Now we're at almost at mute. And I was like, oh, I didn't realize that. Quiet as fuck. Quiet. Quiet time. You think that'd be part of the, that, that the story is over? We were rolling credits? No. No, guys. That's why story time with G, this is quality. Mwah! All right? This is quality stories here. Yo, the next Wednesday. I go back. No, my, my homeboys text me. Hey, are you okay? Did you die? Nope, I'm good. Okay, cool. Next Wednesday, I come back victorious. I should have had a damn championship belt across my shoulder. I walk in there ready for somebody to say something. Finally, not even going to hit him with that. I go back to the block. I sit down, and now the bartender's giving me dirty looks, guys. I'm like, what the hell? And I said, what's, what's wrong? I, I won, right? I like, what's, I mean, I, you know, everybody can't beat the champ. And she looks at me and just says like, what? And now my so-called friends have 
decided to now tell me the director's cut. In my version of the story, I outdrank her, drove home, Cotton Eye Joe, staggered out of the car, staggered into the bed, victorious. No, 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 Mr. O'Neill. That's not uh, director's cut. Let's go to the director's cut. Here's what really happened. She left and then I left. They said I got off my seat and I staggered outside. So clearly the staggering started way before the car. I staggered to the car. No, they said I staggered outside and I sat on the bench. And they said, and my friend said, Gary, you said, first of all, you didn't pay your, your, you just got up and walked out. And I was like, that, that's crazy. They said, you they here these guys telling me this story and I have no recollection this happened. They said, you sat out on a bench. And so if you've ever been to Hazelwood, remember the little, you know, I feel like that's a whites only, like, all right, let's keep it real. That's probably a whites only bench. At some point, only white people could sit in that bench. Sorry, guys. I sat on this little cast irony wooden type of bench and they said, Gary, you sat over there for like 30 minutes. You got up, you, you fell face first, which made a lot of hell of a lot of sense because I do remember gravel being on my face. And they said, that's when you left. And I said, I sat there for 30 minutes. Yes. They said, you just got, got up and staggered out, didn't pay the bill. You sat on the bench, then you got up, and then you fell right on the ground. And someone said, hey, all right, let me drive you home. I'm like, no, I got it. And I'm like, wow, that's crazy. To this day, I will not drink 151. And if you challenge me to drinking, I will have more than wings. All right, that was the end of story time with G. Hopefully you guys liked it. If you like it, I got a couple of more, you know, a couple more. Um, oh man, I got another one. I, I got another one. I'm gonna save it. <laughs> this is crazy. I'm sharing all this stuff with you guys. All right, so tell me how you felt about that story. If you like 151, don't even comment. Just 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 keep it moving because I know you have you need to listen to other episodes because you need to get your life together, okay. All right, that was story time with G. All right, moving on. Let's get to our entree, shall we? Because I know you're ready to, you didn't quit on me yet, did you? Right? Season five, episode six, entitled I Quit, where here, your favorite life coach, your favorite mindset coach is here to help you strategically, say it with me now, strategically leave your job. All right, so let's get to it. Okay, there's only four things, guys, that I really want to share with you in reference to uh, leaving your job. Okay, the first thing is, guys, introspection. Let's call it introspection, shall we? So I want you to answer the question. Is quitting the best choice for me right now? Is that the best decision? Now, this is pretty much a part two of another episode entitled I Hate My Job. It's going to be up here, all right? So click on that up there. So if you are upset with your job, but you don't want to quit, then you need to click on that link, okay? I hate my job. But if you are done, you're done, this episode is for you. So introspection. So ask yourself first, hey, is quitting the best choice in this scenario? 
If you say yes, great. Then you should be able to answer a couple of other questions because we want to make sure this is the best decision for you. Why are you leaving? All right, most people leave because of career, money, scheduling, you're not happy, whatever. But there are a couple of reasons. So you should be able to fully answer why are you leaving? All right, if you need another way to, to answer that question, because you know I'm, you know, as your coach, I don't tell you what to do. I just give you the cheat code questions for you to unlock what you want to do. What is motivating you to leave? Mm. What is motivating you to leave? What do you need to thrive? All right. So that's offering that introspection. Why are you leaving? Is quitting the best choice? What is motivating you to leave? And what do you need to thrive? All right. So before I get to number two, let that was number one, introspection. Answer those questions, guys. All right. Now let's do a 1B. If you have decided to leave, you know why you're leaving. You know what motivates you to leave. You know Hey, what do you need to thrive? I offer you this. You are now officially on cruise control. And what I mean is, if you have decided to leave, I'm pretty sure if you're a human, you have demonstrated your disgruntledness to leave. It's okay if you've done it, but now you need to stop it. I need you to be on cruise control. And what I mean is, hey, guys, here is the radar. I need you to not be up here past the radar. I need you to be underneath the radar. You're flying low, baby. Shh, low. Which means that as of this point, you are leaving, guys. You're done. So we don't want them to do anything that you, I don't want you to, to have negative behavior, things like that, that will get you canned, that will get you terminated. You want to leave on your own merit. You want to leave on your own accord. So with that being said, you're on cruise control. So if there are things that you weren't doing because you were burnt out, you didn't want to do it, you need to start doing it. So if you are you started coming to work late because you didn't really give a damn, you need to start coming to work on time. Your reports need to be done. Whatever work you have to do, I need you to apply the appropriate energy to get it done. No, And also, do not tell any coworkers that you're leaving. They only need to know later on. But do not tell them, hey, I'm leaving. Don't tell nobody. They're going to tell. So, shh. All right? In reference to 1B, so you're on cruise control. Now you're doing your work. If someone says, hey, how do you feel about the job? You don't, you need to be democratic. And, no, you need to be diplomatic, not democratic. I was going to say democratic and diplomatic. You need to be diplomatic and think about Barack. Remember Barack had a picture with uh, with Donald Trump? Remember that? After all the things that Barack, I mean, after all the things that Trump has said to that about that man? See, I may not be that type of man. I, 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 no, I am that type of man. I am a civil man. I need you to show no signs at this point of disgruntledness. Come in, do your job, do it well, and leave. At this point, you should be doing a little bit of pre-work, which is updating your resume, making sure that you got everything aligned for this. So introspection is really you asking yourself, hey, why do I don't want to, you know, what's motivating you to leave? What's driving me to leave? Is quitting the best option? If you, if it is, now you know we're going to be on cruise control. We're not going to tell anybody what's going on. 
All right, we're moving forward. And remember, shh, we're not telling anybody. Number So number one was introspection. Number two is financial checkup. Here's what I want you to do. Remember, earlier I had you do a piece of paper, right? And I want you to write down your commitments, your non-negotiables. Let's move that paper to a side. Grab another piece of paper. I'll wait. No, I won't. What I, You can pause this. What are you doing? All right. I, the safest way to leave a job is to have another one lined up, right? Great. If you have another one lined up, cool. But some people may not have another one lined up. So I need you to generate a serious list. And on one side, I need you to jot down. We talked about negoti- negotiations, non-negotiables. You need to list your non-negotiable bills, monthly expenses, your house note, car note, insurance, children debt, whatever it is that you can't, that you have to pay, put that down. Cause we need a number. You need to know how much you need a month with your non-negotiable monthly expenses. All right. If you see me in the street within the next 24 hours and you roll up on me and you say non-negotiable, you'll get a prize for me. I'm going to start doing secret words or something like that. And I don't know. Not a secret word because I've said it like 18,000 times a day. Your non-negotiable monthly expenses. Write it down. All right. On another side, another sheet of paper on the back, you need to talk. You need to put down things that are expendable. Hey, do I need Wi-Fi? Probably. Do I need my cell phone? Yes. Do I need to have the sports package? No. All right. So you need to write down the things that hey, I have to pay these things. And then on the other side, other on the back of the sheet of paper, things that are expendable that if we need to cut the fat, they're getting cut. Do that financial checkup. And these things should be happening before you quit your job, guys. Don't quit. And then you don't know what bills you got to pay. Because guess what? If you say, Gary told me to quit, I I will transform my basement to a one-bedroom studio. You can live there, but I know you ain't do your financial checkup, so you can't live in my house. You can't live it downstairs, okay? <laughs> but please do that financial checkup, all right? Line it up. What what are the expenses that I most certainly need? And what are the ones that, hey, I don't, if I need to cut the fat, we need to go from there. Number three, empty your accounts. Now, I don't mean, guys, if you're working at a place that has a register, empty the register. Guys, I'm not saying that. What I mean is that if you are at a company that you have vacation time, you have personal time off, whatever, whatever leave, that you have or bonuses, right? It might be some financial bonuses that you're supposed to get, all these different things. I need you to go ahead and start looking at how can you cash them out? Maybe some stocks with the company, how can we cash them out, right? So all that, do I get some people, hey, your vacation, you know, sick leave, you may be able to cash that in. I'm not, you check with your HR department. Don't check with me. Go check with them and find out, hey, what is, if I was to resign, what do I get? You need to start, you know, just educate yourself on that, knowing what that is. Because some people don't think about it. And if you quit and you didn't do anything about it, you may get a check, you may not, but you should know what's up. Okay? You should know what's going on. And when we talk about emptying your account, empty that. All right? Also, 
you know, figuring out like, hey, what'll keep you afloat? Maybe you have home equity, right? If you have home equity in your house, you know, maybe how much is that? So you might be able to get that to, to keep you afloat while you are looking for another job if you did not get another job. So number one was introspection, asking those, asking those questions for yourself. Number two, once you had decided, hey, I'm done, that financial checkup, what do I need? What don't I need? Number three is emptying those accounts. Hey, that PTO, that sick leave, whatever that time is that I can get, that I can cash out, use it. I mean, leave, I mean, you know, cash it out. But I also will say, if it's something that you can't use, if it's something that you can't cash out, why not simply use it? Why not make a four-day weekend for a month? If you have it and you can't, and you can't use, you know, you can use it as a mental health day. You can use that as a day, you know. But again, remember number one or one B. Don't walk around here like, yeah, I think I'm gonna take another Friday off. No. Just take it and be smart strategically. So we asked those questions of ourselves. We did our financial checkup. We emptied those accounts or we're setting up those accounts. We know what money is coming to us. And once you've done those three things, man, time to quit. It's time. Now, guys, social media will have you jammed up because some people think they can quit in, in a variety of different ways. That's funny and stuff like that. Remember when I told you I play chess? If I checkmate you, I'm going to just shake your hand. I don't have to get up and say, yeah, yeah, beep, yeah. I don't have to do all that. You don't have to do all that. When you have said, I resign, I quit. Let's say that you, you don't like this job and they've been petty and you you upset. You giving them that, that, that I, I, I resign is a checkmate. So if you are going to quit, guys, and I know recently this has become controversial. It's not. Just do it. Please tender your two weeks. Yeah, I know some people say, well, Gary, if they're going to fire you, they're not going to give you two weeks. Yes, I understand that. But they're not firing you. You're firing them. So tender your two weeks. Give them a two-week notice. Don't try to get cute. I saw somebody put it on a cake. No. Be professional as you leave out, okay? Tender your two weeks. Finish up any remaining work that you had. All right? Again, be the professional as you leave out. Finish up any work that you have. You know, make it a smooth transition for whoever else is going to get it, man. Just do the work. All, now, at this point, this is where after you've tendered your resignation, now you can tell your coworkers. You can let your coworkers know. Also, when you're talking with your coworkers, this is where if there are people at the company that you have a relationship with, this is where you can solidify those relationships because you may need them later on. So this is where you, if they don't have your information, y'all just been really cool at work, get the information, email addresses, phone numbers. This is where you can solidify that relationship. In reference to number four, quitting. Don't burn bridges. If I'm exiting a business relationship, work, partnerships, whatever, going to leave the best way possible. You don't have to talk bad about them. For what? Makes it makes honestly it makes you look bad. 
You don't got to go to social media and say nothing about them. Don't. Don't burn bridges. Don't leave all this work that you know you're supposed to do. Just leave out as a professional. Now, unless you really, really on the situation, then this ain't going to apply to you. But if you leave as professionally as possible, guys, okay? Don't burn those bridges, man. And don't badmouth the company. Don't map whatever, as much as you may want to. Voice, vent that to your friends. But don't get on social media or LinkedIn or something like that and you start badmouthing them. You are hurting yourself against future employers by talking trash about your previous employers. And also, if you go to an interview, don't talk bad about them. As a person who has done hundreds of interviews, we ask you, what ha- you know, we can't ask you specific things, but I can ask you like, hey, what would your previous employer say about you? Or why did you leave? Now is not the time to talk trash about them because you're still being interviewed. So if you talk trash about them, you go off on them, you, you have the interviewer sitting there and saying, huh, they might do that with us. Don't do it. And if you think they don't check your social media pages, please think again. They do. I'm telling you, people do. Leave the professional. All right. You ain't got to badmouth them. You ain't got to burn any bridges. You won. If the, if your if your thing was that, hey, I'm leaving because this is not the place for me, you, you know, go from there. When they at, if some jobs they have an exit interview, you may sit down with HR, you may sit down with your supervisor. Now is not the time to just go off on them and say, F you this. And nope. You can simply say, here, I'm seeking. Oh, you could say, you know, you could say, hey, I didn't see any further uh, potential here. You could say, I'm looking to advance my career. Something that leaves out. When you leave out, you didn't burn any bridges. And nobody telling you to kiss that behind. But just leave out the best way you can. All right, as I wrap this up, one, introspection. Go back and answer those questions. Why are you leaving? Number two, do your financial checkup. What do I need to survive? What don't I need if I need to trim the fat? Where is the money? Going into number three, emptying your accounts. What money do do I have on the table with them that I can cash in? Then cash out. And number four, when you got those things, simply tell them, hey, I quit. You are in control of your career. You're in control. All right. All right, guys, that is the end of the show. If you like this episode or previous episodes, please let me know. I love feedback. All right. As always, I'm not going to quit on you. You get each and every hot, fresh episodes right out the oven. Each and every Tuesday. You can go to the website. The website is already up, updated, up, uploaded, and ready to go. Check out each and every episode, whether you want to see it or you want to listen to it. Check it out. Okay. Um, if you are looking to be a sponsor of this amazing show, if you have some products, some goods, some services that you want to talk about, you want to be a guest on the show, you want to subscribe to the show, you want to be a sponsor of the show, please let me know. Send, shoot me an email. I'm always ready for that. I'm always looking to partner with people that won't quit. All right. 
And last, but certainly not least, thank you. You are the best part of the show. You are the best part of the show until we see each other again. Because we'll see each other again, right? Even if it's at the job or not. Until we talk again. Because when I come to you and say, hey, I quit, you already know I already put in the work. But until we talk again. And until we share those special, special moments again. Minus 151. Not there. All right. Uh, hey, guys, always remember, see what you want to do, man. You are freaking powerful, man. Freaking powerful. This is not a gimmick. I'm not a gimmick. I'm not phony. This is not phony. You are powerful. See it. Just see it in your mind. Don't tell yourself no. Plan it out, man. Chart a course of action to get it done. You don't have money. What you need to do to get money? You want to look a certain way? How does that look? You want to be something? Then freaking be it right now. And then once you see it, you see it. You envision it in your mind. You plan that thing out. You already know what to do. Not quit. Just do it. All right, guys. Hey, man. Make sure you do this month. You march into your destiny. All right. Your life coach is here for you. Always. All right, guys. Same life coaching time. Same life coaching channel. See ya.